Hi everyone, this is Akil from Hindu Business Lines Research Bureau. Gold in the past two years has been one of the best performing asset classes. In terms of rupee, it gained by 24% in calendar year 2019 compared to Nifty 50's 12%. And in 2020, the year-to-date return of gold stands at 34% whereas Nifty 50 has produced almost nil returns. In this audio, I am going to discuss whether the bull party in gold is petering out or is it just getting started. In 2019, the rally was triggered by the fear of global economic slowdown with central banks stockpiling gold reserves. Developments in US-China trade war and Brexit were sources of geopolitical uncertainties which later added fuel to the fire. Consequently, in 2019, gold produced a return of 18% against the dollar and 24% against the rupee. While the global economy was already struggling to produce meaningful growth, it was hit by the coronavirus outbreak. What initially appeared to be an epidemic within China became a global pandemic in early 2020, fanning fears across the globe. Countries across continents announced nationwide lockdowns impacting economic activity. As a result, stock markets turned volatile and bond yields plunged as investors flew towards safety. Gold, considered as a safe haven, seemed to be an attractive proposition from the perspective of wealth preservation and portfolio diversification and thus held up well amid the turbulence. Needless to say, gold is the asset class that everyone looks forward to when faced with uncertainty, be it economical or political. Huge liquidity measures were announced by the central banks across the globe to mitigate the potential economic impact of COVID. This became a major factor in driving the price higher too. As a result, the precious metal crossed the $2,000 mark and recorded a fresh all-time high of $2,075 in August this year. At its peak, the yearly gain for the current year stood at about 36%. For Indian investors, the gains at its peak were 43% in terms of rupee. However, after hitting this peak, sentiment towards gold had turned somewhat tepid with global prices softening to 1,900 levels. As it stands, the year-to-date gain in dollar terms is about 25%, whereas in rupee terms is 34%. Now, let's look at how some of the drivers of gold prices are shaping up. First one we are going to see is central bank stimulus. Global gold prices in recent years have been quite heavily influenced by the investment demand which in turn is linked to global liquidity flows unleashed by the central banks. The current gold price rally started when central banks globally including federal reserves of the US decided to restart their stimulus to support their economies. All financial assets which witnessed a rampant sell-off in March 2020 swiftly recovered post the announcement of relief measures by countries to bail them out of COVID. Central banks resumed their policy of persisting rate cuts and infused substantial liquidity into their markets. Among the major central banks, the US Federal Reserve has announced a stimulus of $3 trillion and the European Central Bank $1.6 trillion and a $1 trillion each by Bank of England and Bank of Japan. This renewed rush of money injected into the asset markets has helped gold prices to make strong gains since March as investment demand spiked. The price, which was at around $1,570 by the end of March, ran above $2,000 within a span of 5 months. 
Similarly, in rupee terms, it spiked from nearly 41,000 per 10 grams to about 56,000 in the corresponding period. Right now, central banks are open to further liquidity infusions if they are needed to revive the economy from the COVID impact. The recent second wave in the number of cases, especially in the US and the Euro region, is making the case stronger for more such stimulus measures. If you see, Germany and France have announced a nationwide lockdown. This could very well impact the pace of economic recovery. If this is followed by more stimulus, that could be positive for global gold prices. And as we know, low interest rate environment also makes fixed income instruments less attractive and gold a better alternative. Next, let us see how inflation, a key driver of gold price, is panning out. Gold has traditionally played a key role in hedging investors against inflation by preserving the value of their holdings better than the paper money. Recently, economic forecasters around the world have been repeatedly caught by surprise by the re-emergence of high inflation. Supply bottlenecks caused by COVID, sudden shocks to global agri-output this year due to weather changes, and emerging La Nina are some of the factors that have propelled agri-commodity prices higher, stoking food inflation. This is reflected in the latest economic projections of the US Fed. The Monetary Policy Committee has revised inflation expectation upwards compared to the earlier projection. In 2020, the core inflation is expected to be higher by 50 basis points at 1.5% and higher by 20 basis points at 1.7% in 2021. Similarly, the European Central Bank expects the inflation in the region to increase from one-third of a percent in 2020 to 1% in 2021. Likewise, inflation in India has been persistently high since the beginning of the year. In September, the CPA inflation was recorded at 7.34%. Running high inflation can weaken the rupee, possibly leading to comparatively better return in gold in rupee terms than in terms of dollar. The expectation of an increase in inflation rate in the coming months, stoked by the stimulus and monetary easing, can be expected to keep gold at elevated price levels given its role as hedge against inflation. Apart from the central bank stimulus and inflation, the pace of global economic recovery can influence gold prices. Most financial assets, be it stocks or bonds, produce higher returns when the global economy is growing at a fair claim. Gold, however, is a go-to asset in recessionary conditions, be it the global financial crisis in 2008 or the European debt crisis in the following years, investors chased gold for safety, resulting in successive years of double-digit gains. Gold price behavior in the current year has been driven by similar safe haven demand as the pandemic forced nations to consider nationwide lockdowns as the only measure to halt the spread of the virus. As economies came to a standstill, gold prices rallied by 23% and 25% in terms of dollar and rupee respectively. But recent developments indicate that some economies might be gradually getting back to normalcy in the aftermath of COVID-19. High-frequency indicators like industrial production and purchasing managers index that is PMI of major economies have picked up considerably. In the US, the industrial production improved from 11.2% contraction in April to 0.6% contraction in September. Likewise, the euro region improved from a contraction of 17.2% in April to a moderate expansion of 0.7% in September. Similarly, the manufacturing PMI of US 
recovered to 59.3 in October from 41.5 in April, whereas in Europe it bettered to 54.4 in October from 33.6 in April. A quick normalization of the global economy post-COVID should temper gold prices. However, this is not a given. The World Economic Outlook by the International Monetary Fund published in October calls for caution. The report warns that while 2020 growth numbers may not be as bad as the projections made in June, the expected growth of advanced economies in 2021 is likely to be lower than expected. Global output growth in 2021, which was expected to be at 5.4%, has been accordingly revised down to 5.2%. Among the major economies, the expected growth in US is revised down by 140 basis points to 3.1%, whereas expected growth in Euro area is revised down by 80 basis points to 5.2%. But interestingly, the revised figures are better for China and India, two of the major consumers of gold. While the projected growth in China is retained at 8.2%, India's growth is expected to be at 8.8%, an upward revision of 280 basis points. Going ahead, if the global economy can improve on a sustainable basis, it can bring back the risk-on sentiment which can weigh on the price of gold. But then again, a lot depends on the curve of new coronavirus cases, especially as winter approaches. Geopolitical flare-ups have always been one of the key factors leading to sudden spike in gold price. Two major developments to watch for on this score are the US-China trade tensions and the Brexit negotiations. While the US election is now behind us, the focus will now shift to the US-China relationship. Whoever is the new president, efforts to progress from both ends need to be seen to bring back the positivity. Now, in Europe, there was no meaningful progress in Brexit talks last week. Uncertainties remain as concerned authorities are yet to find a common ground on issues like fisheries and competition rules. As the Brexit transition period ends on 31st of December this year, little time is left to strike an acceptable deal. As long as uncertainties remain on the above issues, gold price pulls can rest easy. Now, let's move to demand supply dynamics. While there are many extraneous factors influencing gold prices, being a commodity, it cannot escape the forces of demand and supply. We will be referring to the World Gold Council data for the same. The global demand for gold in 2019 was at nearly 4,400 tons, which was largely the same as the year before. But 2020 has seen a dip in demand. Compared to the demand of about 3,300 tons in the first three quarters of 2019, Gold demand during the same period of the current year stood at nearly 3,000 tons. That's a drop of 10%. While the investment demand during this period increased from 1,000 tons to over 1,600 tons, jewelry demand dropped from around 1,500 tons to 900 tons. Moreover, central banks who were major buyers in the past two years barely showed any interest. Central bank demand dropped from about 530 tons to 220 tons. There has been a notable increase in supply too. Consequently, the global surplus in the third quarter of the calendar year 2020 hit a record high of 330 tons. This has been acting as a drag on the price. On the other hand, net long positions of money managers have been coming down as they cut back their longs. How they are going to position going forward will depend on how central banks act and December meetings of the Fed and the ECB will be keenly watched.
while most stimulus measures can invite fresh longs, a disappointment in the form of lesser than expected or no additional stimulus can lead to further scaling down of long positions. This can have a similar effect on the ETF demand as well. Now, the question is, should I add gold in my portfolio? While the prevailing circumstances may not warrant a sharp decline in price, gold price returns can slow if a vaccine for coronavirus is developed, US-China trade tensions ease off, a Brexit deal is struck, or the global economic recovery is quicker or stronger than anticipated. However, these factors need not discourage you from owning gold in your portfolio as an insurance against inflation or insurance against a crisis in other asset classes. With no or very low correlation with other asset classes, it can be an effective diversifier performing well when other investments don't. Rather than adding more gold to your portfolio because prices have run up or cutting gold holdings when it doesn't perform, it makes sense to maintain a constant allocation to gold to smoothen out the overall portfolio returns in the long run. Use SIPs in gold ETFs or regular investment in sovereign gold bonds to maintain a constant allocation of say 10%. So in essence, it can always be better to have some amount of gold in your portfolio. Thank you.